Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me always, as always, safe home from a trip to Shars out in the country there, the country palace, if you will. Mr. Andy yeah. Mahler, how goes it? It goes, it goes, it goes. It was a good day. I didn't actually, like, make any of my own. I guess I made one bet that was my own yesterday, and it was just to show Dan that you could parlay live soccer at Bovada. And it worked out. Thank you to those teams. But uh, I think all of my other bets were just tailing other people like you, like uh, our guy Slop and a couple other people had the, uh, what was it, over points for Drew Holiday. I had the Bucks plus five and a half from like a day and a half ago from Dogma. I had your team total, which we were never worried about. Because <laughs> that game was, that game had to be like, 50-50 to go to overtime in the last minute. And, I mean, you you, you would have been shot. And even if it didn't go to overtime. Well, I thought it was dead. I, there, there was a, you know, there was for sure a chance it was going to be dead in regulation. We ended up I'm going to try to pull the play-by-play, but, like, I, they were within a few points of it with, like, whole minutes left, I think. I'm yeah. going to pull the it, quarter, it was, but... it was It was dicey at the end, but the under 109.5 team total for the – Shit-ass Boston Celtics who couldn't even win the game somehow. I was just – I didn't have money line. I don't have a series price. I was just happy to get the five-and-a-half home, honestly. Like, that, that five-and-a-half wasn't getting there for big chunks of the Celtics, game. Celtics had scored their 103rd point, Andy, with three minutes and 40 seconds left in the game. They only scored four more points. I mean, the Bucks just – it speaks to Giannis and just – and I hate to sound like this, but like he just doesn't give up. You see, he just is always out there attacking. They're always out there trying stuff. And they they kept that game from getting it to be like 20-some points. They kept it tight enough, and it got within control, and Boston yeah. got tight. And, I mean, it didn't only just feel lucky to win, I mean, the under 109.5, but Bucks futures are alive. Yes. There's no easy way out. It like, <laughs> felt like there should have been a montage of them like playing defense. <sighs> Actually, Jesus, the Celtics defense for chunks of that game was amazing. So good defensive effort. I mean, the game stayed under then, I'm assuming, or close no. to it. Was it real close? It was. I think the total closed right around 214 or so, maybe oh, closer so to 212 even, but you're within a basket or two, yeah. Yeah, so close on the total. Good job on the team total by you. Good job for my friend Sports Dogma with the plus five and a half. Again, I think it was Slop. Sure, uh, he, he has a real name. I just call him Slop. Like what what is uh John what is our High guy's Slop, name? I believe. Yeah, John High Slop. Him always and... great with the player props. Him and Darren. Darren was in the Darren, chat on Tuesday Darren. when you were gone. Darren yeah. gave us Bergeron over three and a half shots on goal. That was a that was a cakewalk. We had Darren and John Highslop. Go look up for them on Twitter. Darren like Summer. Highslop that's yeah, that's Darren my, Summer's my guy. <laughs> Darren Summer, not only a great fantasy mind and a good prop better but he is a fun guy to go hang out in omaha with if you want to hit a couple of casinos when you're there with your family and you want to sneak away for five hours or so i'm not sure how long i was gone playing cards <laughs> just hey, i'm heading to the casino meeting someone gonna get drunk anyway let's make some bets today we don't have a ton i have a couple of golf ones that don't start yet you've got some tennis and in, in gay Paris and I think we're just probably going to take a look at the NBA slate as we're dangerously close to moving on to the conference finals here as the NBA playoffs are halfway through almost. Yeah, we're chugging along. We'll start with tennis. 
It's again, it's a tough part as you guys know. As you get later in the week, there's less tennis to pick from, and also with all the start times of these, it's just honestly virtually impossible for me to give you guys any WTA Rome stuff. Um, again, futures are doing pretty good there. Knock on wood. Sabalenka's still alive. Anna Samova looking solid. Um, we'll see how that goes. A couple matches left today. Again, nothing really stuck out to me there. Um, you know, as I look at it, though, we'll go back to actually the best match today, Andy, and it's starting probably just now. It's going to be Goff Sacker. I mean, try to watch that. That'll actually probably be on tennis TV if you haven't. Maybe Dasha Castakina this afternoon if you're looking for a little underdog action. But just one match, and this will be early tomorrow morning. Again, we've talked about these WTA 125Ks, sometimes known as challengers. Check around your book. We'll be in Perry. We bet this tournament a couple times already, so I'm sure you know where it is, especially Miss Bogdan. She uh, won for his last time on the money line. Like her tomorrow morning laying three games you'll see two and a half somewhere that's fine again if you can find a three a cheaper juice that's good too goes against magdalena freck freck a solid player but again just someone who's always playing a lower level yeah it's always playing a lower level of competition just not nearly the quality of player bogdan is here i have her closer to a, a three and a half almost four game favorite so i'll take the cheap three or the expensive two and a half but either one looks fine with me um, yeah, Goff Zachary starts after the uh, Garen Chilich match is over. But again, that should be a lot of fun. So try to watch that. Maybe take it over or something. I don't really know. But it'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, Bogdan minus three games there. That'll be our only look in tennis. We'll see how we see how it goes. Yeah. Goff Zachary starts after Garen Chilich. I do have a tennis parlay. It was mostly because Kelly did the thing where he says, like, <laughs> I should bet this, this, but lose? I'm not going to. How does this lose? But I'm not playing it. And the best part, I, I DM'd him on the side too. <clears throat> he well, put Kelly it in, VIP was still alive. Yeah, he put it into bet three six five, and they gave him a parlay boost. Even they wanted to give it to him at like four to one. So the first four legs of that seven leg parlay are home. We just need Joker as a minus fifteen hundred. Nadal as minus a thousand. Really, the the only real dicey leg would be Rude over. Uh, what is his first name? Brooksby. I can never remember Brooksby's first name. Jansen. Jansen Brooksby, yeah, neither of them is really a first nor a last name. It is just a horrible, horrible name, but nice young American player. I don't think he's going to hang with Rude on clay, though. Rude is very, very good. So he's a 1.2, 1.25 favorite if you want to go full-ass decimal. <clears throat> Speaking of full-ass decimal, trying to segue. <laughs> AT&T, Byron Nelson in the suburbs. Suburbs of Dallas. This has moved around a little second year they're playing here. Um, a lot of my stuff has gone off already. Actually, you know what? Four of my outrights haven't even started yet. I have a bunch. Yeah, I have a bunch of golfers who have not started. Looks like I have a bunch of afternoon outrights in uh, Neiman, Vegas, Salatoris, and Justin Thomas. I'm not going to count for anything tracking-wise, but he was another one of those. Where, remember what I did with Rob? Um, I took a couple of baseball plays from yesterday and I put them together with Justin Thomas, 12 to one. So, and they won. It was just overs and a couple games. It's uh, I think Barry liked the overs. So I, I took the alt over six and a half. So we have Justin Thomas, 27 to one. So he's going to shoot five over today, but looking for those guys to play well, uh, daily matchups, obviously, if you want to look at all that stuff all the time. It all goes into the members-only Discord over on Betsperts Golf, which is a fun place 
to hang out if you want to look at a shitload of picks because Ron isn't pussyfooting around with his daily picks. He's got three balls every single day. Uh, for me, I actually have a full tournament matchup that hasn't started. A lot of these, um, even if a guy has a late afternoon round, there's a lot of these full tournament matchups that mix up like a morning guy with an afternoon guy. So a lot of them, one golfer has started. Neither golfer has started out of Adam Hadwin and Davis Riley. Davis Riley getting a ton of love. And I know some people who took him outright. I know some people that took him top 20. I, for some reason, am not seeing it in any of the things I ran. I guess maybe I just don't have a big enough sample size here. But, man, do I have Hadwin well ahead of this so not only laid laid the stroke in half, I laid the stroke and I paid dearly. This is a big favorite. I'm I'm laying it anyway. So Adam Hadwin is just I mean sometimes the best Canadian golfer. So minus one and a half, minus one twenty-five here. A guy I have just near the top of my board in everything he does. It's it's big easy greens to find, but it doesn't matter what course he's on. He's been finding the greens. He's a great ball striker. Again, his driving distance is middle of the pack maybe a little lower that's his only knock but the guy has been a great putter especially on bent grass so had one there and then my daily one is zepp straka the faux austrian versus uh kh lee which is last year's winner so i think so unless i'm, I'm yeah. mixing up my south koreans kh lee and this is another one where I'm laying a bit. I'm laying bigger prices in this one. I talked about a little yesterday with the bigger distributions, but I don't think Lee is a very good golfer. He just ended up winning a putting contest last year and went scorched earth on this place. Whereas Substrack is in a great place right now. Missed cut last week, which was tough. He was right on the cut line, but I have him playing a lot better here. And again, he's another guy that I have near the top of my rankings in all the different ways I do look at the course here. He is one who does have decent driving distance. He's not top of the world, but he's a good driver of the ball, does find a lot of greens. Um, putting is decent. Actually, it's above average, so I'm fine with that. And another thing I did look at here was scoring on par fives because there are, there's been a couple people who have put their, their approach shot, their second shot on a par five within like four feet. These are easy par fives. I need guys who can hammer both shots and do this both with accuracy, take advantage, get some nice, easy eagle looks because somebody is going to end the day at 11 under today. Dustin Johnson's five under through nine. There's somebody at six under through like 11. Somebody's going to end up with a goddamn 61 or 62 tonight. So you're going to need to, I don't know like where the cutoff is going to be for staying competitive, but the cut line may be minus six, minus seven. So unless you're sitting at four or five under at the end of the day, I don't think you're in great shape because you're going to need a really big Friday to stick around here. Yeah. It's, it's what you talked about yesterday. It's, it's of course that people can go out and attack and that's what we're going to see. And that's honestly, that's what we've seen. I was think just thinking as you were talking, Oh, I haven't pulled up the score shift yet. See how it's going. And Munoz was minus six. There was a bunch of fives and fours. I was like, yeah. it's God, they're, ready. they're halfway through the first round. And so it's already started. Yeah. Munoz is actually eight under through 12. Now he, uh, he found himself another shot or two, maybe an Eagle had to be, he was six a second ago. So, um, yeah, Sebastian Munoz is a popular first round leader. I should actually check because I know Ron places a eagle, eagle on 12 or 13. 
says Dan. So that's again, that's how you score here. There's going to be four, you know, four holes where you have maybe five, even with the one short par four. Like there's a bunch of chances for Eagle here. You got to score in gobs if you want to keep up. So do I do encourage you to check out some of the stuff. Ron's first round leader, he's a guy who, you know, he's similar to our buddy JT. He does take the wide swath approach to it where uh, he bets a bunch of first-round leaders, you know, 8 to 10 at smaller stakes. But Munoz 80 to 1 was something that was in the uh, in this, uh, Discord yesterday. So that would be a fun one for us to catch. I can dig it. I like that. It's, uh, get in the Discord. It's just fun people floating around. I mean, see how it goes. Like you said, I mean, DJ's bombing. It's, he's coming. Yeah. And, there's a, the, and we, we haven't even got to the afternoon wave yet. There's a whole wave of golfers. Maybe the most fun thing in golf is having somebody in the clubhouse from the morning wave with the first round leader and then realizing like 70 guys haven't teed off yet. I have to withstand all of them yet. So let's go, let's go. And then the NBA tonight, we have two possible closeout games, both on the road. Um, can the home teams hold serve? That's what we've seen. It's I forget who it's exactly gets gets credit for this, but a series doesn't start until somebody wins on the road. I've heard that for a long sure. time, and whoever gets credit for that, thank you. It's it's it makes a lot of sense. I mean, obviously, someone has to win on the road, especially if they're the underdog team. But these games tonight, the lines look just about right to me. I wouldn't hold it against you if you played over in Sixers Heat. The problem is the Miami Heat now have just a jam packed injury report. Heroes questionable. Caleb Martin's questionable. Strauss is questionable. Tucker, Gabe, Vincent and a hero especially is somebody that drives a lot of points we know kyle lowry will be out which probably generally helps the heat offense but i'm gonna wait and see actually who's playing tonight probably before i make a bet on this game even in b this list is questionable after getting hit in the face again thank you glenn rivers for having him out there in uh, a stinking blowout but not that I hold everything against him at this point, just in being related stuff. But I like that. And the other fun idea I had, Andy, I know you like these. Sixers first quarter, heat to win the game, same game parlay. is probably something to look at. Again, I'll wait to see who's actually playing tonight. But the home team, I believe, is 5-0 and in the first quarter in this series. And the Sixers, especially with Embiid and Harden playing, are spectacular at home in the first quarter. We've also seen historically, again, teams in this position come out really strong. So I probably have maybe a Sixers first quarter look. And again, if you're looking for something fun to do with a, a free bet or a few bucks you have left around because Sixers first quarter heat full game same game parlay I bet you get close to three and a half maybe even four to one odds on that and then Suns Mavericks I kind of think the Suns unlocked whatever Dallas was doing on defense in that last game um, I need to go back and probably watch it again a little bit I just it's been such a weird series and Every single time Dallas is at home, they get some sort of magnificent shooting performance. I expect Luca probably to bounce back a little bit after Devin Booker kind of clowned him a little bit in that last game. So, again, leaning towards the Suns here, I might actually bet that. I'll put that one on Bettsburgs, of course, if I do. Just Alex Christensen with no space there. But wouldn't hold against you again over in the Heat Sixers game or the Suns minus two. Just nothing I like right now. Yeah, I'm fine taking it. Sometimes the best bet. <clears throat> is to bet on yourself to show some restraint, which I've not been great about. Not losing lately. money is always fun. <clears throat> I do a little bit of a, not to sound too much like, you know, freaking Rufus and going <laughs> full Buddhist on this, which I, I like Rufus. I'm just giving him a hard time. But the self-reflection, maybe not every, you don't have to sit and get super introspective every night. 
But like at the end of the week, I look at my numbers. I look at where my money went, where it came back to me. And I decide like, did I fuck up this week? And last week it was like, I probably overextended myself on horses. Like that was the, uh, no, that was the thought process. Yeah, a little bit. So, you know, just like Kevin Distributed was talking about on the on the deep dive. He goes every Sunday back through his model and kind of checks things and looks at stuff. It's you got to have a period where you every once in a while go back and you know see how you're doing. Yeah, and I th- I think you know I just I looked at what did well and I'm like, what? Well, let's just keep doing these things that are doing well. Let's uh, hit golf outrights. That always helps. It's funny too. You got to kind of take some of it with a grain of salt. Like, hit oh well, I had a horrible week betting horses, but <laughs> also hit a golf outright, and we got the obviously the Tyler Hero money in. So it's like I should take that away and then look at the rest of the week without those in it. And yeah, so take it easy when you don't think you have a bet. Um, that's good advice from Alex for sure. Uh, real quick. Mentioned FanDuel is helping us out with a nice offer. If you don't have a FanDuel account, which would be silly, but it'd be also good if you waited because I mentioned getting yourself in the members-only Discord is not free. It costs to get in there. You have to be a member. Right now, memberships are on sale because we're still just kind of opening things up and still adding tools. We feel bad charging full price, but I will charge you no price. If you sign up for a new FanDuel sports betting account using our links, I will have a link in the description of the podcast and the show notes of the YouTube. You sign up for here, I'll just give you one. I'll give you a free year. Just get you in the system, get used to it, learn about the Discord, try out some of the tools, and then if you like it next year, I'm going to make your ass pay. So, And you still get one ninety nine ninety nine value. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Oh, the risk-free stuff, all that other good stuff. You can take advantage of the free risk-free bets or whatever whatever discount they have when you sign up as well. We don't have anything to do with that. That's all on them. That comes out of their budget. So very much um, a yeah. Free yearly subscription to Bet Sports Golf at $199.99 value. After you place your first bet, they'll just end up sending us some emails. We'll end up getting it over to you and get you signed up for free. Get you into that Discord where you could have found some Munoz first round leader. Knock on wood. Hopefully he stays hot. A lot of golf yet to be played. I haven't even checked my DraftKings yet, although I did have some CT Pon in there in a couple lineups, which is annoying since he pulled out after lock. Uh, what is it about these golfers? So, uh, if you did listen to this as a podcast, by all means, I would love a five star review. I'd even take a four. I'm not that picky. If you watched it in the YouTube, give me a thumbs up. Those are super helpful somehow. Uh, the algorithm likes the thumbs up. And if with that, you know, follow us on Twitter, hang out at BetSperts, at BetSperts Golf. And uh, if you have any questions on the FanDuel offer, you, my DMs are always open. So hit me up and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for some free form fun and fancy Friday.